Hello and welcome to Skip the First Episode, the podcast where we try to get our friends into the things we love. I'm Jeremiah. And I'm Phil. And in this episode, which you can skip, we're going to explain the premise of the podcast for those who hear the tagline and still don't get it. So we're going to walk you through it since it is so complicated. In this podcast, either Phil or myself or maybe a guest down the line will introduce a topic that the other person either doesn't know about or maybe has tried to get into but never did. And we'll make a case for it, then we'll choose a jumping on point for the other person, and then we'll discuss it and see if it worked. How's that sound? I mean... You've already pitched this to me. That's why I'm on the podcast. But that sounds good to me. I'm. Hoping- what do you think? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I think so. <laughs> and uh, again, like you say, first episode, possibly skippable. But I would love for you to explain kind of why you came up with this idea. First of all, in general, before we even get to how we met or like why this podcast is what it is, I would say this is true probably of both of us. We both have a love of cinema, of... TV, music, just basically comedy, comedy, the arts, and Doctor Who, and uh, and I would say about fifty percent, maybe more, probably more. We agree on things, or we like the same things. Yes, I think your recommendations go a long way with me. I mean, if I can get into how we met, uh, we met at a meet and greet where we met each other, greeted each other, and then basically we got along so well, we didn't meet or greet anybody else that day. So, And also, there were people at this party that were trying to get us to schmooze with other people because, I'm not going to speak for you, I'm really bad at schmoozing. I'm not bad, but I guess it's a testament to how much you and I got along that I didn't feel the need to schmooze any further. <laughs> the fact that these two people that, that brought us physically <laughs> pushed us away from each other <laughs> twice. Um, yes, that was a fun day, actually. I, I remember going away from that going like, yeah, that was a that was a success, not in any way that anybody else was defining. But <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah, so. it was great. And uh, the result was this. Yes. <laughs> Do you remember what we talked about? Because I, it must have been either Spike Jones or Stan Freeberg. I don't know which, or probably both. I'm pretty sure we talked about both those. We definitely talked about Doctor Who, probably... I think you had just released your conversation with your younger self. And so yeah. because you mentioned Doctor Who in that video, we quickly talked about that. And I remember that that was kind of a launching into it. And then we did realize, whoa, you like Spike Jones, You like Buster Keaton. Like there was a lot of older stuff t- as well as modern stuff that we both connected on. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you my interpretation of how you, you told me that you thought of this podcast, which was <laughs> we then started getting together, hanging out. We were watching Doctor Who. We were watching other things. Bedazzled, I think, was another one. The uh... Did we watch that? We did, yeah. Oh, wow, okay. That's good to hear. Uh, the original. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> you gotta see the Brendan Fraser version. <laughs> and what happened is I remember you, you and I watched some Doctor Who. We watched Bedazzled. I was liking it all. And then one day... 
you said, have you seen Ren and Stimpy? And I said, no, I was not allowed to watch that as a child. And you said, let's watch it. <laughs> and the six minutes it took for me to get through that episode, I remember trying to be as polite as possible, but you had already discerned from my body language and my silence. I think your brain crunched the running time because it, it was a full 30 minutes. Oh, my episode. God. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, which must have been absolute torment. My memory is fallible. I just, I got that this could be appealing. It just was like, it was so dark. Hey, maybe Ren is somewhere being sad. I will make him happy again. I've realized over the years that I don't like things where someone's just minding their own business and someone else, maybe almost it's worse when they're well-meaning, comes in and just ruins the person's day. I think Laurel and Hardy is maybe as far as I can go into that, you know, Abbott and Costello and something like that. And I will get into this in a future episode, but Bob's Burgers is another one where I'm just like this poor hapless guy just going about his day and being bombarded by tomfoolery <laughs> in ways that just completely hinders his ability to progress. <laughs> and that's what I saw in Ren and Stimpy. And it was just, uh, it was a hard slog. And then you sort of said, huh. How would I? But then you, you asked the question, how would I get Phil into this series? Well, I suppose that's what I was thinking at the time. Unfortunately, in the time since I showed you that, some things have been disclosed about John yeah. Kay, the creator of Red and Stimpy, which unfortunately, <laughs> you know, sometimes I try to separate the art from the artist, but this is one case where it kind of made me reevaluate everything I liked about the show in some ways. I mean, I, I still appreciate it. I think it's a phenomenal piece of animation. I appreciate the work that other artists put into it, um, but also, I mean, John John Kay, you can Google the story. He's a monster. Um, and he really did. He put himself into his work, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's um, when it could become that's when it becomes very hard and very, you know, it's very tough to divorce the two. And for various reasons. Yeah. I have no intention of doing an episode on Ren and Stimpy for that reason. I'm just not that inclined to defend it. Which I'm fine with because I hated it. So <laughs> not only am I less inclined to defend it these days. The episode I showed you was Stimpy's Invention. And if you don't like Stimpy's Invention, there's really nowhere else to go. <laughs> I don't think... Because there's either episodes that are more grotesque or there are, are relatively benign episodes that might as well be any cartoon from that era. So it's like... Right. It, 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 there's just no point. I mean, in, in the end, we are adults. There's really no point Ish. in getting you into uh, it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. And um, I think that... That boils down kind of what this podcast is, which is how do you try to get someone into something that you are passionate about or that you appreciate? And, and in a way, you're, you're right. If that's, if that's the way you get somebody into it and they don't like that one and you know that, well, you don't need to try it again. Or if you do it and I was intrigued and I said, please show me more, you'd know to continue and, and where to go from there. So yes. I think that that's what this podcast is trying to recreate because we had conversations about not only that show, but then other shows yes. which we'll get to. For example, but... I was, well, let's not get too far into this, but I was shocked to discover that you had hardly seen The Simpsons. You'd maybe seen one yeah. episode, one or two episodes, and not even, at least one of the ones you told me was was a good one. The other one, uh, the Ricky Gervais, uh, I don't know. But... <laughs> Like I'm saying, if that's if that's all you've seen, oh my goodness, 
There's so much better. Yeah, there's another one where at the time, we now know a little bit more about Ricky Gervais. <laughs> but uh, not quite as bad of a story. But So yeah. there's that. There's, um, there's other shows. For example, there was Nathan For You, which is a show that I recommended to you. You tried it out and you hated it. So in this podcast, well, actually, don't want to give anything away, but in this podcast will be my second attempt to get you into the show. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Um... In the past tense. I'll marshal my thoughts for that episode. Um, so yeah, this is kind of what it is uh we're gonna be trying to introduce a lot of this to each other and uh hopefully make you know newfound fans or prodigal fans shall we say and i'm hoping down the line we can even delve into subjects that neither of us know anything about i'd love to do that and the complete opposite too like where we're both passionate and we both kind of maybe not necessarily debate but like discuss how each of us would approach you know, say like Doctor Who was a big point. How would each of us choose to get someone into Doctor Who? I think would be an interesting discussion, you know, something like yeah, that. Yeah, there's so a lot we can discuss about Doctor Who. And I'm going to hold that till the episode. <laughs> I have ideas. I have ideas that I want to express to not just you, but the world. There was something else I wanted to share. And again, not to not to preempt any future discussions, but... Um, preempt. Preempt. Go ahead. <laughs> Go crazy. A few years back, uh, filmmaker Martin Scorsese was promoting the film The Irishman, and a journalist asked him what he thought of Marvel movies. And his exact quote was, I tried, you know, but that's not cinema. Hey, and bold words. People tend to focus on the second part of that answer, the not cinema part, but I like to focus on the first part, the fact that he tried. Yeah. This man in his late <laughs> 70s tried to watch the Avengers or whatever it was, before he wrote it off completely. And if there's a guiding ethos to this entire show, it's those two words. I tried. Whether it's we're trying to get someone else into something or whether we're trying to get into it ourselves. Here, here. Is, there, is that it? Anything else? I don't know. You were so eloquent there. I can't, I can't, I can't do better than that. No, I'll, I'll just say I completely agree with that. Uh, I think there's no point in saying that you don't like it or you wouldn't like it per se until you at least give it give it a try and give it the best try that that the other person as as a guide is giving the former person. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Um, so yes, uh, I completely agree with that that ethos. Good. Well, anyway, good luck. Uh, you've got some mountains to move here. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, no. We haven't. Again, I don't I, know if I, we've. I don't know if we have a topic yet of something that i hate that you're that you're introducing to me i don't know if we i don't know but yet. i i will just say i i do i will go in completely open yeah. tabula rasa preconceived notions out the window me too going in um completely you know assuming nothing um that i'll like it that i won't like it none of it i, I just go in you know blank slate show me what you got because i've i always love when something surprises me yeah there's nothing better I was recently listening to James A. Caster on uh, Brett Goldstein's, you know, films to be buried with, mm -hmm. and one of the questions was, "What's a film you thought you were going to hate, 
and you ended up loving it, like really, really loving it. You know, biggest disparity between your expectations and the the output. And you said the Lego movie, and so I went, okay. And I, I also assumed, like, well, that's, that's juvenile. It's not going to be appealing. Oh, my God. I watched it, and I loved it. And, I, again, I love it when someone recommends to me something that I think I'm going to dislike. Or just, you know, I've, I haven't even necessarily avoided just like kind of like, eh, you have no interest in that. And then suddenly I'm like, you just gave me my new favorite thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually more excited. This is, this is me going, walking into a, a wonderful field full of potential new favorite flowers type of thing. I, I'm very excited to actually embark on a lot of uncharted territory. Yeah. I'm trying to think of an example on my end. I think uh, one recent example is probably Into the Spider-Verse. When yes. people were telling me how great that was, I was like, nah, really? Phenomenal. They made an animated film out of Spider-Man. I took it with a grain <laughs> right. of salt because of, well, for various reasons, <laughs> Marvel yeah. and everything that goes with it, which again, we'll get into. Yeah. I mean, the Lego movie, I, I like the Lego movie. I, I don't know if I would... I don't know if I would be recommending it to anyone. Really? Okay, interesting. It's been a while since I watched it. Maybe I never gave it a fair shake, but I think as Lego movies go, it's, you know... The Wizard of Time and Space didn't do it for you, huh? No, I, I remember it being better than it needs to be. Like, it's, And the second one is just as good. I think when the first Ninja Turtles movie came out, Roger Ebert said, this is the best Ninja Turtles movie, I think. <laughs> it's like, if you're going to have a movie about Ninja Turtles... This is about as good as it's going to be, I think. Fair anyway, um, this is actually a pretty good flavor of, I think, what's to come. Yes, I hope so. Roger Ebert quotes. Um, Gene Siskel for me, but uh, that's a whole other debate. How do you get into Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert? Through the TV show, I would imagine. There's not a lot of other options. Yeah, and it's the specific episode where they have a really rousing debate about the following films. Have you ever gone back? Sorry, we're just now we're just going off on many topics. You have... absolutely okay. If you haven't skipped the first episode, and you've gotten to this point. I guarantee at this point, yeah, please just skip the rest of this first episode. Yeah, and go to episode two. yeah, it doesn't matter. You're more, but Jeremiah, I am curious what you're. About well, to if say. you go on, okay, so if you go on YouTube, this is either their first or second episode ever, and they review Taxi Driver, mm. and. It's so funny because they both, Siskel hates it. Ebert loves it. I mean, it's always, Ebert, you know, named it best film of the decade. But what's so funny though is that, you know, they're brand new to TV. So they're, you know, they haven't developed their TV personalities. They're very muted, very reserved. And so it's just so funny because, you know, having watched them, you know, further down the line, they had violent disagreements. They would get nasty. They would just personally insult right. each other. So you can see that that's under the surface. <laughs> you can see that like Ebert wants it. to bite his fucking head off, but he doesn't. He just. <laughs> like... I also love that uh, because of a discussion of Siskel and Ebert, we now have to put an explicit warning on it. Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you to hell. I, no, I can, yeah. Well, no, <laughs> no, I was joking. I can cut oh, that. Oh, no, you look so despondent. <laughs> am I the Siskel to your Ebert? I guess you are now, yes. Or am I the yeah. Ebert to your Siskel? No, I'm the Ebert to your Siskel. You have to make jokes about my weight. In order to... <laughs> Would never do that. I don't know if any of those aired. Those, are, I think those are the outtakes. Good Lord. I think this episode has reached its natural conclusion, and we can... No, 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 it reached it there a long time ago. <laughs> we can... <laughs> <laughs> the only people who have not stopped listening are those doing the dishes and don't have dry hands to stop their podcast Actually, the, I think I know who's listening at this point. It's... Your mom and my mom. Hey, hey, leave my mom out of this. Um... <laughs> I meant that in the most wonderful way possible. <laughs> 
This podcast was produced by Magali McDonald, edited by me, with music by Silken Somers. Please check out their band camp.